Sona, this was a very nice day today. It was. Because uh, over here at our headquarters, we got this great gift, Tillamook ice cream. I'm a monster for ice cream. I know you are too. I want to take a bath in it and then I want to eat Eat the ice in the eat the bath. Wait, what? I want to like bathe in it, yeah. but then I want to eat it as I'm bathing. In yeah, it. yeah, that's a simple concept. You made it much more complicated. I know, I'm sorry. Fill a bathtub with Tillamook ice cream. I will get in it, and then I will eat my way out. Yes, that's all okay, you need to there do. There you go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have so many great. It's such good ice cream, and they have so many great flavors. I mean, just off the top of my head, I I don't know. Birthday cake, caramel swirl, banana split, caramel toffee crunch, chocolate chip, chocolate chocolate chip cookie dough. I think there's butter pecan cookies and cream, French vanilla, chocolate peanut butter. Malted moose shake, I think, is one. I can't remember too well. Mounted huckleberry, Tillamook mudslide, Marionberry pie, monster cookie, old-fashioned vanilla, Rocky Road, Oregon dark cherry, waffle cone swirl, peppermint bark. I'm, I don't, I'm just going off memory here, but <laughs> holiday sugar cookie, orange and cream. Anyway, so many great flavors and uh, just incredible. You know, they they really put, and they come in family-sized cartons. Mm. Also, you're in good hands with the Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products, and the brand is farmer-owned and led by dairy experts. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. I'm going to spell it for you. That's how much I care about this product. T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Not sure you've heard of them. <laughs> Up and coming uh, little restaurant, but they're making it. They're the little engine that could. You know, the moment of bliss when you spot your fries being scooped into the carton and suddenly time slows down. I have that all the time. I love their fries. Oh, yeah. yes. McDonald's fries hit different when they're free. That's another thing I'll tell you. And when they belong to your friends, there's no better feeling than thinking you're out of fries and then you discover extra fries at the bottom of your bag or else my son still hasn't finished his fries yeah. and I'm done with mine. And uh, he used to be weaker than me so I could just take them. Yeah. Now I can't because he's stronger than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no wrong way to eat McDonald's fries, but we all think our way is the best way. And I like stealing them from someone else. That's my favorite <laughs> way. Get your favorite McDonald's fries today. McDonald's, check them out sometime. They're everywhere. Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hi, Bjerke. Meet Conan and Sona. Hello, hello. Very nice to meet you. Uh, very good to see you. Am I saying your name correctly? Bjerke. Uh, yes. Uh, well, Icelanders do love a rolled R, so it's Bjerke. How about oh, this? What? Bjerke. Oh, my God. Okay. Even Isn't if that, that wasn't my name, I'd change it to that. <laughs> So tell us, Bjerke, where, uh, where are you contacting us from? I am sitting in Iceland, Reykjavik, Reykjavik. You're in Reykjavik, Iceland? That's it. That's, that's fantastic. I have never been to Iceland and I've always wanted to go. I'm serious. Uh, I do Me travel too. shows and I would very much like to go to Iceland. And that was on our list of places to go before COVID shut everything down. But I do hope to go. Tell me about Reykjavik, Iceland. What's it like there? Uh, well, it's mostly dark and cold and windy. So we've got that going for us, for sure. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sold. So obviously, obviously you work for the, the uh, Tourist Bureau. <laughs> You've been coming up with the new slogan. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so it's dark. It's windy. Uh, it's uh, obviously very cold because it's Iceland. 
And um, tell me what your life is like. What's your, you're a young guy, you're a good looking young fellow. You're, you're, how, what do you do? What do you do for fun in Reykjavik? Well, uh, back in the olden days, uh, before the whole Corona business, um, you know, life was, life was pretty good. These days, it's uh, what I imagine most people do is, is stay inside and watch a lot of Netflix. Yes, yes. Uh, that is how this time will be remembered. You know, exactly. the, the, there are all these accounts of the of the terrible Black Plague that almost destroyed humanity and uh, what horrors people went through. And I, I think the predominant memory of this period will be a lot of Netflix. Yeah. And, uh, Netflix and ill. Yeah, exactly. Hey, very nicely done, oh, Matt. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I think you. they did the same thing during the Black Death as well. Just watch a lot of Netflix. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Well, then it was minstrels performing shows on Netflix. Um, <laughs> now <laughs> it's Tiger King. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so tell us. So, uh, I don't know anything about Reykjavik except. Does memory serve me correctly? Is that where Reagan met with Gorbachev? Was that Reykjavik? Absolutely, yes. And I remember I had just started my career in comedy at the time, and I was working for a show where, called Not Necessarily the News, where we had to look at uh, raw news footage uh, to try and see if we could come up with anything funny about it. And my writing partner and I, Greg Daniels, we would stare at this screen. And I remembered during that summit, we had to watch hours and hours and hours of a locked off shot of that goddamn house where <laughs> Reagan and Gorbachev met. And I swear to God, I think for five hours straight, we watched that house in real time to see if anything funny was happening. And guess what? Nothing funny happened. It was a house. <laughs> Is it you know still what? there? That must that must be the big hot spot to go check out, right? <laughs> I can tell you, I drive past that house every day on my way to work. Uh, really? Still, Just nothing funny fun? is happening. Still, nothing funny's <laughs> happened, right? Oh. It's been 35 years since I looked at that footage and still not a goddamn funny thing has happened. No, nobody's even <laughs> slipped outside or anything. Oh, uh, keep watching. Something hilarious is going to happen there very soon, I promise you. <laughs> Gorbachev is still in there. Yeah, he, he can't find the way out. So, so uh, all right, well, okay, lots to talk about. I don't know, I have to say, I, I feel that I'm ignorant here, but uh, in Iceland, uh, I don't know much about what happens there. Except I've heard there's a lot of drinking in Iceland, which has always intrigued me. Is that fair to say? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, well, what a lot of people don't really know is that beer, uh, beer was actually outlawed until about 1990, which was when I was born. Why was beer outlawed? Uh, I don't understand why that would be the case. It's it's a fairly innocuous alcoholic beverage compared to others. Well, not in the hands of Icelanders, I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. All right. So they didn't want you guys. So what did you guys drink instead of beer? Well, the thing is, uh, the stronger the spirits and the clear liquids, those were all still... Um, you could you could buy those. They were just so expensive that the uh, the quote unquote common man couldn't really afford them. Oh, um, so essentially, I think it goes that the, the the logic goes that the you know the rich and the powerful they wanted to keep drinking, whereas it was seen as a bit um, gauche for the the commoners to be drinking. So they just outlawed beer. What terrible terrible leadership you had! Uh, <laughs> it's completely missing the point of what it means to be alive. So, uh, what? T tell me, what are these spirits? So, what are you drinking? I'll tell you this: I've been to many years ago. I went to Finland, and I have a very strong bond with the people of F Finland. And everywhere I went, they offered me Korskinkova, and Korskinkova did taste like something you would put 
in a MIG fighter to make it go faster. Uh, it, it, it was a powerful, powerful, powerful alcohol. Do you have anything like Korskenkova oh, in, yes. uh, in, in Iceland? What do you have? Absolutely. We've got something called Brennivin. Brennivin? Yes. It's essentially burnt wine. And it tastes like, oh, tastes like gasoline. It just clears you right up. Uh. If you're feeling a bit stuffed, just a drip of it will clear it all up. So is it technically a wine that someone just put on the stove and burned? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. A lot of our sort of most traditional drinks and foods are sort of discovered by accident, it feels like. <laughs> like Iceland. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Iceland itself was a total, totally founded accidentally. And uh, and you have the same thing with all of your foods. So your drink is burnt wine. And then your, your uh, what is your favorite deal? Like some turkey that fell on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> I'll a, tell a, you. A pie that fell off a shelf and <laughs> smashed is your national dish. Yeah, it's on the flag, actually. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but no, the um, I can tell you that probably uh, you won't get any more traditional Icelandic than uh, burnt wine and then fermented shark. Oh, right. Uh, I've heard about this. I did hear about this. In Iceland, you, you eat fermented shark. So what's that all about? Because uh, I'm trying to use find the right word. Stupid. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh. That sounds stupid to ferment a shark. It's I mean, literally let a shark rot and then start gnawing away at it. Oh yeah, even better. We actually bury it in the ground and let it rot. Then we dig it back up and eat it for some unknown reason. Again, this was an accident. Someone <laughs> someone said, well, let's just bury this shark. We've got plenty of food. Then realize later, actually we don't. Where did I leave that shark? Well, I think you buried him over there. Hey, let's dig him up. Wow, pretty rancid. Let's start to chomping. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway, I shouldn't have said stupid. That was uh, culturally uh, ignorant honest. of me, but also very honest. You're eating a rotten shark. Right, yeah. There's really no defending it, really. <laughs> and you wash it down with burnt wine. Oh, yeah. Just to okay. really drive home the self-hatred, for sure. Um, tell me, what is, uh, what's your social life like? Uh, again, I don't want to overstress this, but you're, you're a young man, uh, you're, you're an attractive fellow. I'm going to keep mentioning how attractive you are until Oh, thank get you so that. much. But, um, I'm just so lonely. <laughs> uh, no, but, but what's it like, uh, what's your social life like? What do young people do? How do they get together? And just... I know we're all going through COVID, but let's forget COVID doesn't exist for a minute, just so I can learn about Iceland. How big is this country? How many people live in Iceland? Well, in uh, sort of the whole entire country, we've got uh, probably roughly 350,000 people. Oh. I thought you were um, about to say 350 people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all, all outside my door right now. You're all fighting over the same rancid shark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so 350,000, that is very, you have a very small population. Oh, yeah. And here in Reykjavik, the capital, it's about 170,000 at most. So um, the the dating pool is pretty shallow, you could say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Meaning the people, the people you meet are very shallow. They don't oh. have... Is that what you mean? Or you meant, no, it's just, there's not a lot of people to meet. How do you, do you have apps the way we have apps? Oh, sure. I mean, Tinder, uh, thankfully I haven't had to sort of uh, dip my toe in the pool for, for quite a while, but um, there's there's Tinder, um, but the let's say the selection isn't that varied. It couldn't be. 
No. You must be, you, you probably swipe like five different faces and then you're back at the first person again. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, you again? <laughs> I, swiped, I swiped you 20 minutes ago. Does your own profile come up as someone to date sometimes? <laughs> oh, yeah, during COVID for sure. Yeah. Have you ever dated yourself and how did that go? Um, it didn't end very well. I used to have hair, but that... Right, exactly. You found that you were incompatible with yourself. Exactly. You know, it's only a matter of time until your check engine light comes on, which could equal an expensive repair bill, and a new engine can cost up to $6,000. Don't I know it? But this is why you need this product I'm about to mention right now. Okay. Car Shield. Mm. CarShield offers plans with low monthly rates that you can pay for your expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. It's so nice to have that protection of CarShield. I know. I believe. That's my belief. Some people have other beliefs, maybe religious beliefs. I think CarShield. CarShield plans provide protection on up to 5,000 major parts and systems, including items like transmission, mm. engine, even your entertainment system. Mm. Just call CarShield and choose the mechanic to do the work. CarShield administrators will handle the rest and save you money. Look, I saw your car today. You've got a beautiful car, but you've got to haul your family around in this yeah. car. This is a vital piece of machinery for you. You need Car Shield. I do. And you know, I you know I don't take care of my cars very well. So Car Shield it would definitely come in. You know, and also with their A rating from the BBB, don't ask me, Car Shield is the name you can trust to save you money on covered auto repairs. Now's the time to make the smart choice to protect yourself from the sky high auto repair bills. Visit carshield.com slash Conan. Save twenty percent today. Again, that's carshield.com slash Conan to save twenty percent. Visit carshield.com slash Conan to lock in your price today. You know, it's incredible to have the flexibility to work in all sorts of places, whether it's taking video calls from the park or emailing large files while you're grocery shopping. Sona, this is good for you. Is it? Because you're always doing whatever work you do for me from fun locations. But I like blaming it on not having reception. I know, but you can't do that here. Working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network, which is why you should check out T-Mobile, Sona. Okay. Then you got no excuses. They're America's largest and fastest 5G network. With T-Mobile, you'll be covered in more places with the 5G speed you need for your life on the go. Plus, they also cover more highway miles with 5G than anybody else. Check it out if you don't believe me. Hey, Blay, you've got T-Mobile, right? I do. I was actually just up in the woods in Idlewild. It was fantastic for the weekend. And uh, my T-Mobile didn't miss it. My T-Mobile phone didn't miss it. You know, beat. I wouldn't think you'd need a cell phone because you speak so loudly into a microphone. <laughs> well, I had to look some stuff up. Just take Sorry. it. Just take it down. I notch. didn't know what brunch was. I can hear him. When the restaurant's open for brunch. Okay. Uh, so I used uh, my T-Mobile coverage to check out brunch. Boy. That's all right. Anyway, wherever you are, you know, take it from the loudspeaking Blay. If you're on the go, you want to be in the know, you want to make the show. What? Uh, T-Mobile. Okay. That's the one for you. That was I should weird. have rhymed it with go. Anyway, <laughs> find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. Fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds, according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data Q3 2023. C5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is sponsored by ADT, introducing ADT Self Setup, 
featuring everything from motion sensors to Google Nest Cam and the Nest doorbell with a battery or wired option. Your choice. Easily install the ADT self-setup security system at your convenience. You don't need heavy-duty tools. And if you do need help, ADT can provide virtual assistance along the way. Self-setup from ADT grows, moves, and adapts as your needs change. You can add more products at any time, and your system easily moves wherever life takes you. It also features Nest Cams that can tell the difference between a person, an animal, a vehicle, or with the Nest doorbell, even a package. These things are getting so smart. Plus, on every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. You can view video of an alarm event and verify or cancel an alarm with just one quick tap. Now everyone can get trusted security from ADT installed your way with no long-term contracts. When the most trusted name in home security as the intelligence of Google, well, <laughs> you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google, Nest Cam, Nest Doorbell, and Nest Aware are all trademarks of Google LLC. On the way in today, Sona, I was thinking about just how much has changed over the years. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, we were all dancing the jitterbug and the Watusi. And then you grow up now and there's mosh pits and everything's gone (laughs) cuckoo. There's this new thing called rap. I don't know what's happening anymore. But guess what? In a world full of change, there's one thing that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. The great taste of Miller Lite. Are you with me on this? Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less Filling. Yeah. I hate a filling beer. When I have a filling beer, I just want to sit down in a beanbag chair for six days, but not with Miller Lite. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Mm -hmm. Back in 1975, the big debate in America was what's more important, that it's less filling Miller Lite or it tastes great. Yeah. The cool thing is when we all realized it's both. Okay. It's less filling and it tastes great. Yeah, right. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Conan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Yeah. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Okay, this is a delicate question, but you're a small country, not a lot of people, and there's dating. How do you avoid running into people who maybe share your genetic material? Well, um, we do actually have an app for that as well. Seriously. Yes. Are you serious? I am. Well, the thing about Icelanders is that we're big into genealogy. So Mm -hmm. we there's a there's essentially a website called the Book of Icelanders where you can track your forefathers quite quite a ways into the past. Is it just one tree? (laughs) Yeah. It's one it's yeah. Everybody's first cousins. So grows from fermented shark, yeah. Right. So so uh so you can go on this dating app. And it will tell you, uh-uh, not a good idea, right? Yeah, you can essentially type in a person's name and you can see just how related you are. My God. Wow. So what is this app called? Does it have a fun name? Like, uh, like well, watch I wish out or? We're not great at marketing. <laughs> we're not great at marketing. Um, but okay. it's just the Book of Icelanders. You need a much catchier title yeah. than that. You need to come yeah. up with something. I that, mean, that's uh, why I'm here. Just yeah. about legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? <laughs> no, the app is just called Uh-oh. almost legal. Uh oh. <laughs> no, it's one of those. It's one of those things where you know it, you 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 you'd really rather want to know first of all. <laughs> yeah. well, guess what? I'm going to tell you something. You know where they could have used this app? Ireland. Oh. <laughs> okay. Because don't get me started. Uh, you know we've. That's a relatively small population on an island. And uh, I think, Sona, you can attest that many of my problems, both physical and mental, may be attributed to the fact that uh, there was some replication of genetic material (laughs) along the line. I mean, it it would explain a lot. When it would explain a lot. How else can you maintain a hundred percent of anything? I know. Yes, yeah. I am. I am one hundred percent. I've said this before, but I am one hundred percent genetically pure Irish. Which wow. even people in Ireland can't yeah. achieve that level of purity. And that was just all of us moving into one house in Worcester, Massachusetts <laughs> in like 1860 and not leaving. Oh, man. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's really tragic. <laughs> but sometimes we, sometimes we laugh because we can't cry. Um, and literally, that's another thing. Genetically, I can't cry. So uh, lots of things to talk about there. So that's great. I'm glad that you guys are addressing that issue. And... Um, Biarke. Am I saying it right? Uh, you get full marks. Absolutely. You're actually okay. a lot closer than most. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> As is common in your country. Wait, uh, I have a question. Biarke? Yes, please. Uh, don't show off that you're doing it better than me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Biarke. I don't even have a question. I just wanted to say your name. <laughs> um, isn't there something where when you're, you take the name of your parents, you take their first name and not their last name? Or am I getting that wrong? That is exactly right, actually. Um, I think so, you're also, I'm sorry, I think you're thinking of The Hobbit. Oh, yeah, I often am. <laughs> Isn't your name Oakenshield? Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I wish. Well, you're Fergon Oakenshield. I will say, actually, so my, um, my father's name is Swanthor. That's cool. Whoa. It's pretty cool when I say it out loud. Swan yeah. Thor, so yeah. that's both elegant and brutal. Yeah. Exactly. That's Iceland in a nutshell right there. <laughs> Swan Thor. So my I name mean, actually comes out to Bjarki Swanthorsson. So you're the son of Svan, Svanthor. Uh, exactly right. So yeah. every generation has a different last name? Yes. My uh, my child, my hypothetical future child would be Bjarka Son. Whoa. Wow, that is so what? cool. What? Have you ever so, been in a bar... I would love that. I would love to see you being in a bar and you're just downing your, what was it called? Grip grap. And yeah, um, that's it. I made, I made very little attempt to learn it. Uh, but, but you're there and you're drinking in a bar and a menacing figure kicks the door open and says, uh, I look for Swanthor. <laughs> and then you stand dramatically and say, I, I be Swanthor. Has that ever happened? Son of Swanthor. Yeah. That's true. Oh, that's that's a Tuesday for us. Yeah, we usually <laughs> we haven't opened doors with our hands in ages. We just yeah, kick you just them all kick down. them open. Oh yeah, and also and by the way, in my scenario, he's just looking for you because there's a UPS package. <laughs> <laughs> needs a signature. Yeah, a signature need I. He's a pirate. Sw- yeah, <laughs> and you say a signature I give. Swanthor son says me. Okay, this got really bad. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I think I'm burning bridges left and right. Don't tell me you're just drinking water right now. You just took a swig of oh, something. No. <laughs> yeah, no, this is pure brennivin. <laughs> uh, nice. That's great. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Keeps the keeps the cold out. Well, how can I help you? I want to... Uh, I'm, I'm so glad that you... 
are listening to our nonsense all the way in Reykjavik, and I would like very much to visit you one day. I think it would be fun to have a friend, yourself, show me around Iceland. Oh, I'd love to take you to the penis museum, to an active volcano. Mm. We've penis got, you know, museum. Whole... Oh, yeah. Lit up. I was going to say volcano, but uh, Son, <laughs> of course, went right to penis museum. There is a, you have a penis museum. Yes, we do. Well, phallological museum, if you want to get technical about it. We which don't. not many people do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Conan so, would prefer that. Yeah, Sona wants to call it the dick house. Uh, so, so tell me, um, it's all... These would be uh, animal penises, I'm hoping. Um, all but one, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Who's the unlucky guy? It's a Who, hobbit. <laughs> yeah. Talk about it, having to make a donation to a museum. <laughs> well, this all is right. a guy who actually, yeah, he, he had been lobbying for quite a while um, before he passed, uh, that he would be the first to, to grace the halls, if you will, of the, right. the penis museum, yeah. Otherwise, there's about 200 penises in there, so there's something for everyone. Can you imagine if there was ever an explosion at the penis factory? And uh, I'm sorry, but cocks were just raining down. Come on! Well, I'm sorry, and they were they were sticking in the ground that was ice, you know, ice like falling like icicles, and people were running, screaming. The shadows coming on the ground. They have umbrellas that are protecting them from the dicks that are. Well, I I always carry a dick umbrella. (laughs) It's raining, man. You can you can quite literally. You can get one of those at the gift shop, too. Yes, I'm sure they can. No, they never should have put the fireworks factory next to the Dick Museum. That was the biggest mistake they ever made. Kablam! Everyone get out your cock umbrellas. Thwapa, 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 thwapa. Come on. And I'm just standing there smiling, glad I came prepared. And that sound effect came to you very fast. Just the sound of mackerels being coming out of the sky, hitting your umbrella. Oh, God. Um, uh. Well, you didn't call into a smart podcast, that's for sure. Bjarke. And I'm yes, saying sir. that name, I think, better than Matt Gorley. Bjarke. Uh, Bjarke. No, more R. Bjarke. 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 How, do you have, do you have uh, a query for me, a question? A Is there any way Conan? I can help you? Yes. Absolutely. Um, I am actually, uh, let's say I'm here as a sort of an emissary for Iceland because I am, like many people around the world, growing tired of, of um, our leadership. So I was hoping you could tell me, Conan O'Brien, how um, life in Iceland would improve under your... Um, let's say, despotic rule? Thank you. Huh. Well, first of all, I love your assumption, which is correct, that when I rule, it is with total authority, with an iron fist, if you will. I must have, I, I, that's my deal with the world. If you're interested in me taking over your country, I'm not gonna be some prime minister who's quibbling and quabbling mm-hmm. with uh, various parliaments. Uh, I'm not interested in the democratic process. I must rule with absolute authority. And so uh, what's to be done then? Um, I think the first thing that needs to be done is we need to move the fireworks factory away from the penis museum. I'm writing this down. That I would do on the first absolute uh, first day. Uh, Second of all, I, uh, I think it would probably be a good idea to start importing people with different genetic material into the country, you know? Encouraging people to come visit Iceland and procreate. That's the kind of advice I would give to people. Come to Iceland. Come for the fine hotels and uh, the beautiful burnt wine. Stay to create 
<laughs> a more diverse genetic pool. Uh, that would be my campaign for the country. And I would do all I could to make sure that, that people came. Uh, Very good. And, uh, and, and that's what I would want. Uh, we haven't done the monarch thing in a while, so I'm all for it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to submit this to our parliament. Nice. Conan, I think you would thrive in Iceland because it's I think cold I, and dark. Well, I, first of all, I do love, I shouldn't be living in Los Angeles because I love darkness I don't like the sun. I like cold weather because I get to wear cool furry jackets. I would like to wear uh, a, a jacket. I like a jacket made of animal hides, you know? Mm. Um, hmm. Just a big kind of Viking jacket. And I would stroll around and I would have a staff with a stuffed penis at the tip. <laughs> and, I would, <laughs> and I would rule with an iron, iron authority. And my rule would be law. And, I can hear uh, the fan art happening already. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exa oh, yeah, exactly. And I would live in that house where Gorbachev met with Reagan, and I would insist that a funny visual gag happen every <laughs> 10 minutes outside the house, and I would arrange for it to happen. So these are just some of the things that are going to happen when I come to Reykjavik and take my rightful place as ruler of that great land. And you, you will be my right hand. Amazing. It would be my honor. Well, yeah, you, and also you have to. So that's true. You have no choice. You know, it was a thrill talking to you. You seem like a very nice guy, a very funny guy, and um, very fortunate to have you as a listener to our Foolish podcast. And seriously, I would like to meet you in person. I'm going to get to Iceland come hell or high water. I'm going to do it. I'll be here. Thank you so much, all three of you. Yeah. Very Thank nice you. talking to you. Have a great day. Thanks, Or, or eternal night, whichever comes first. <laughs> Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan, with Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs>